Hey, entrepreneurs, it's your podcast mogul, Phil Better here. I am excited for this episode, as as I know you are. Before we jump into this episode, I'm going to ask you, if you are also a podcaster and you're looking to grow your podcast or monetize your podcast, make sure you stay till the end of the episode. I have a special deal for you or a special offer, if you will. But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am, of course, your host with the most Phil Better, and I'm so happy to introduce our guest today because they are a fellow elder millennial like myself, a 36-year-old ex-YouTuber, former professional basketball player, and they turned entrepreneur. So he's done a lot in his life so far, but he's currently making waves in the video editing industry as a result of his promising startup called VidChops. What VidShop is, it assists video creators, influencers, and digital marketers by carrying out the hard work of editing their videos. This allows them to focus more on the content side of their production to therefore help them create more videos and better videos for their channel or brand. So our guest works with YouTubers, online personalities, thought leaders, and anyone that caters to on or that creates online videos for their business. Please put your hands together for Augie Johnston. Augie, thank you so much for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. I like how you said, put your hands together. If, if anybody's listening to this at home, you don't need to clap right now. If you're sitting- No, I want them to clap. I want them to clap. There we go. I'll get the clapping in. I put the hands in. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, thanks for the intro, man. Thanks for having me on. And I'm excited to talk business as always. It's like my favorite thing. Oh, I'm, I'm excited to get into how you like, so did you start off as a YouTuber or were you the basketball player first, then transition to YouTube? Yeah, so uh, I played at a small college. I played college basketball at a small college and then went and played in Europe uh, after that. And the first contract that I signed was literally for like 500 US dollars a month, right? They gave me a place to live, 500 bucks. It was kind of like being a broke college student all over again. And so I was out there like, okay, this is great. I get to keep playing. I want to play forever. Uh, how can I make some money? And I, I, you know, I didn't have a visa as far as going and getting a job there and stuff. So I looked to the internet to, to make money and I did that Google search, how to make money online. And that was the rabbit hole that started the whole thing. And eventually I stumbled onto YouTube and that's when I started creating basketball training tutorials and grew a YouTube channel and a, a whole business, uh, in that basketball training niche. And that's kind of how I, uh, got started online making kind of my first my first money. So it, it all started because hey, I'm a broke professional basketball player back in the college days. I need to make supplement this five hundred dollars. 
just so that I can, you know, experience life and experience the European life because it is just as expensive um, as it is in America. Yeah. And so this was born out of, oh, I need some quick cash. So you just, did you try your hand at other things other than YouTube when you first started? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, like I started probably the first time I did that Google search, it was 2009. So uh, uh, at that time, I uh, did a whole bunch of other stuff. And actually, I had some success. You know, I had a few like $1,000 months back then. And I was doing some other weird stuff. It was kind of spammy. It was it was uh, promoting CPA offers. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. But companies that wanted leads would say, okay, hey, uh, I'll pay you five bucks for every single person that signs up to for this teeth whitening kit, you know. And I was actually on YouTube at that time too, making kind of spammy teeth whitening videos with images, you know, that said click the link in the description. And uh, and I was ranking videos, and this is way back in the day, man. And uh, so I, so I made some money there, and then you know I, I created an online course called How to Go Overseas, which kind of talked about how I got an agent and did all that, uh, and, and landed that, that first job. Um, and so, and then eventually I, I was like, you know, how do I make some real money now? And how do I start a business? And that's when I stumbled on the whole YouTube thing. So yeah, you, you, you started doing your, you found your niche, which was, Hey, I'm a basketball player. People want to learn how to be a basketball player from professionals. Let's, let's help them. So you're doing the training videos. How did you end up creating VidShop? Like where did the, did the, obviously the idea for VidShop came from the frustration of having to edit your own videos. Um, but like, what was the, like the initial seed that kind of like started making you go down the process of creating VidShop? Yeah, it was pretty much just talking to other people kind of in the same space. It seemed like every single person that I talked to that was creating YouTube content just talked about the editing. Like that was the pain point. And for me, it was a pain point too, for sure. I was My upload schedule at the time was not crazy. I was releasing one video on YouTube a week, um, which would take me, you know, maybe three to four hours, maybe five hours to edit. It wasn't too crazy. But the thing that was killing me was uh, the courses. So with my YouTube channel, it was called baller bootcamp. Um, I, I created online courses for it, right? Like, uh, the 12 week shooting program, or like I had products, I had physical products. We had 11 different products that I sold to my audience. Uh, some were physical, some were digital, but those digital products, man, were like 50 videos. Right. So it'd be like, all right, yeah, I'm, going to release this new product. And it was like, all right, time to edit 50 videos. Uh, and so anyways, that that's what sparked the idea. I also read a book called the seven day startup, which I highly recommend by Dan Norris, where he started what's called a productized service where you take, you take a service, uh, you turn it into like a subscription or a product, you kind of package it up. Right. Uh, and so I read that book and that inspired me as well. Uh, and so I decided to, to launch VidChops and, uh, from day one, it, it just started to get traction. So what is VidChop in, in its, what is it right now? Like if I go to VidChop, I believe it's .com or .io, what, what do I get when I sign up to VidChop? Yeah. So it's VidChops with a T or S, <laughs> can't even spell myself, uh, but it, uh, so when you sign up, we have different packages, but basically the way it works is you record your footage, you upload it to us and create a project in our project management app that we developed. And, uh, and then we return it back to you in two days. And at that point you can say, it's good to go. We start working on the next one, or you can say, I need a revision. Revisions take one day. Uh, so really, uh, you know, what, what happens to a lot of our clients is they sign up with us 
And then they start saving all this time and they can invest that time back into making better videos. So like so many of our clients will just be uploading and not seeing any growth, right? They're so frustrated. And it's because their videos just aren't that great. They're not really spending the time to create a good topic, a good title, to script out a really engaging video. And so their videos just don't get traction on YouTube. They sign up with us, they start learning the game, they have more time, they create better videos. And now they're not only saving time on the editing, but they're growing because they're investing time to make better videos, as well as our editors are editing the videos much better than they were be than they were personally when they edited themselves. So all in all, it's a time saver, but uh, also it's a it's a YouTube growth engine as well for a lot of our clients. No, I can understand that. Like as a podcaster, like just editing a podcast takes time because you want to get the ums, the ahs, the awkward silences. You're looking for those that that sound bite to clip out to put into the audiograms and all that. And knowing that I have an editing team that handles that, that gives me more time to work on, you know, finding better guests like who are changing the game like yourself or um, promoting the episodes when people are asking like, hey, I'm looking for a product or service. I can definitely share that. So, no, the, the, having a editors saves so much time because you get to concentrate on what we as creators like. And yeah, I was going to also mention too, like so many of our clients and so many YouTubers in general or people that create YouTube content, they're not doing that full time, right? They are a chiropractor who also creates YouTube content. They are a consultant who also creates YouTube content. So they can't really spend all the time editing and, and doing all those things. So, I mean, you know, adding those kind of pieces can help a lot when you are working a nine to five and creating YouTube content on the side. Yeah. Cause just, just coming up with the content itself is a full-time job with the create, like also creating like the videos and the assets for it. That's a full-time job on itself on top of a regular nine to five. Most businesses are like, no, that's why they're not using uh, YouTube to its full extent. Um, yeah. what are some of the, uh, the positive stories that you've gotten out of from your clients that have used, uh, VidChops? Yeah. The, my, the, my favorite one is, uh, a lady who is a dermatologist who still to this day, I'm pretty sure creates all her content just with her cell phone and in her bedroom. And when she came to us, she was getting about 55,000 views a month. I think she was releasing one video a week. Okay. So and she came to us and she signed up for a plan that was getting, now she started releasing 20 videos a month. So she went from four to 20, uh, with our help and and her views in just five months, she went from, like I said, 55,000 views before us all the way to 2.2 million views a month. So it totally changed her business. She was already a pretty well-known or not at the time well-known. She was already a dermatologist and now she's like the most well-known dermatologist. Um, and she, you know, her, her business is just totally different now. Oh no, I can, I can only imagine going from like five, like only a couple thousand to like hitting the, the million millions. Yeah that just that's life-changing numbers right there like as a as a youtuber you, you know like the, when you get those big numbers that's when the youtube starts paying and you're and on top of it you're creating business through your uh for your business that's phenomenal um let's let's look at like tips that you have for a business more specifically a business using youtube how can they leverage youtube the, like in a more I don't want to say proper way because there's no right way to use YouTube, but more beneficial, more beneficial way for them to use YouTube. Yeah. The best thing about YouTube is that it can get you warm, targeted traffic. 
right? And that's what it's all about on the internet. So like for me, like when I told you I first created my how to go overseas basketball course, right? Nobody bought it because I had no traffic. There was no eyeballs, right? And so you could buy ads, you can do that kind of stuff. It's expensive. Uh, and you know, if you were to run an ad and get traffic to your website, it's not that great of traffic. You know, it's, it's people swiping Facebook and then seeing a video and clicking the link because it's, you know, interesting to them. But the YouTube traffic is highly targeted. So that's the best reason is you can get this traffic to your website. So uh, the reason I say it's targeted is number one, YouTube is a search engine. So if your video is ranking for a search term, you might actually catch a person in their pain point at that moment when they search on their, you know, how to dribble with my left hand right for basketball right there i am boom they click on it they watch the video they get a ton of value they're like wow this is great drill and at the end of the video it's the call to action right where i say you know hey if you want a free workout that works on you know your jumping shooting everything then click the link in the description head over there you know they'll enter their email that builds a lead it's traffic to the website and then we start marketing to them through email and, and building the relationship further but they're already warmed up so like when they get to my website to enter their email, like 50%, at least what we found, 50% of the people that were landing on that page to enter their email were entering it from YouTube traffic. Anytime we ran ads on Facebook or Instagram, that conversion rate dropped down to like 15 or 20%, right? And they weren't really buyers. So um, so that's that's the answer. It's, it's the quality and the amount of traffic that you can get from YouTube. And I, I could go down this rabbit hole because it's not only a search uh, engine. It's also a great discovery platform where someone could never hear about you. They could open up YouTube on their computer, or on their phone, and YouTube will put your video right there in front of them for them to click on. And they never searched it. They never, but what they've done is they've watched other videos related to that, right? So maybe they're watching NBA videos or other basketball training videos. Um, so the algorithm on YouTube is really strong to where they can promote videos to people, get people to click on them because it's so targeted. And then those are actually your ideal customers too. So there's just a lot of different ways to, to use YouTube to grow your, your, your business. And the last thing I'll mention is that so many social media platforms are not business friendly, like Instagram, right? You get one link in the bio, Facebook, you know, your Facebook fan page, if you post something, it's like they'll show that to maybe 1% of your audience. If you have a, a thousand followers, only 1% will even show up in their news feed. So that's not very friendly. TikTok, you might get one link in the bio. On YouTube, you get a link on your channel. You get a link in the description. You could put a link in the, in the comment. You can put a link at the end of your video that's clickable on the screen on a desktop on mobile that will actually click over to your website. So anyways, it's, it, there's a lot of ways to bring that traffic through YouTube. And um, that's why most coaches, consultants, they want you to start on YouTube. No, it makes sense. Like you have yeah. YouTube, it's your own. Uh, I look at YouTube as a TV. It's your own TV channel because it's where all the broadcasting is going. Now even TV yeah. channels are putting stuff on YouTube. And now you have a free, you have your free, you don't have to pay the licensing fees. And they, they will literally pay you to put the content up there. Yeah which is like even better for businesses. It's another stream of income. We know most millionaires have like at least five streams of income. Why not for your business have at least five streams of income coming in? Um, you mentioned that you want to have uh, where you're going in five years and that you mentioned that you wanted to have a profile of income producing companies. 
what other companies are you like looking into to to build off the back of VidShops? Yeah, so uh, I really like the productized service space. It's pretty um, easy to get started, um, and it's like it's it offers a lot of value, you know. So podcast editing is something that we're we're starting to get into. Um, you know, there's so really any any job. Think of any job on the planet that can be done remotely, right? And so many jobs now are remote jobs. So whatever maybe you're hired as x y and z for some company and you work remote you could turn whatever you do for that business into a productized service right you could say okay for 500 dollars a month you know i you will get x y and z it's a package people sign up and then it's you delivering it until you get your second client and then you hire somebody right and now you're you know break even then you get your third client then you get your fourth and you get your 10th 20th you hire another person um so just things in the productized space um to me are valuable um but also in just the youtube space in general there's so much opportunity um with with SaaS to create products to help uh creators grow on youtube with their analytics and all that kind of stuff um but yeah i, I think you know in the, in the video space in general there's a lot of opportunity and the good news about it is that the internet nowadays is video it's videos everywhere if you're not creating any kind of video content at this at this point in your business then you should because you're probably falling a little bit behind because even when it comes to running ads you need to create video ads because they perform better than image ads um so yeah anything in the video space i'm pretty bullish on I like that. No, and I have to agree with you. If we just look at print ad versus television ad, there's a bigger, a wider uh, reach with that, and there's more engagement with that. So it just makes sense uh, that you're staying in that video, uh, video area because that's going to bring. You already know it, and you know what you need to solve the problems for yourself. Obviously, solve problems for other people. Yeah. And one last thing I'll mention is like video is kind of hard to do, you know, like it's not the easiest thing to create really great video. Um, there's so many steps and even just to be a YouTuber, there's so many steps that you have to know. You can't just know one thing. You have to know a lot of things, graphic design, copywriting, scripting, cameras, lighting, audio. There's so much. So, uh, I, there, that just makes more opportunity, uh, to help people and serve people. You you uh, you bring up like all the, the the necessary technical abilities for creating videos. When you started your your basketball training and all that, like what equipment did you use? Like because I, I also want to show that it's relatively ch not cheap but simple to get into it, and you can always like invest to grow yourself into hiring all these people. Like what did you have when you first started? Yeah, so uh, like you're right about that. You can just use the, the the camera on your phone and stuff. I think eventually, that, and that's how you should start, right? You should always start without investing $10,000 in anything. You should start for free and prove to yourself that you can do it. And kind of the way that I teach it is start with your phone. After you got, let's just say, 50 videos created, uploaded online, you've proved to yourself that you can do this and that you will do this. Then you can go and invest in a better camera and, and kind of start upgrading what you do. But when I started, I had a $200 camcorder. It was like the old school camcorders that like flipped out on the side um, that you held like this, not a DSLR or a mirrorless or anything like that. Uh, and, and I had the, the expensive thing is, is the computer that I had to buy. I had to buy a MacBook Pro because uh, the the laptop I had, right, I tried to edit a video on it. It couldn't render a, a five-minute video. It was just freezing every time. So I was like, ah, all right, 
I do, I do need to buy a computer. Uh, and that was it, you know, that was it for the, for the stuff that we invested in initially. Eventually we did get the DSLR and, um, microphones, shotgun mic and stuff like that. But, uh, that was down the road. So yeah, you just started with your, your simple camcorder moved up. First investment really was the, the laptop to take your editing to the next level, which of course not having fit chop will, will be necessary. So I like that, how you just piecemealed it over time, uh, as you grew, would you, are you currently mentoring any people in the entrepreneurial space? Or are you just now focused on uh, building vid shops? Uh, mostly focused on building vid shops. Uh, we're going to start adding some coaching and stuff to our service because we found that our clients um, sometimes sign up and they're brand new and they can't use our service because they can't record videos. So we want to add that element. Um, but really, uh, the coaching part for me is I, I do have a podcast. It's called the Video Creator Podcast, where we um, talk all about YouTube with my co-host, Graham Ball. And we have uh, guests that come on the show and stuff and interview them and all that. Uh, so that's kind of where the preaching goes on for me. Uh, and and I'm, I'm, I'm getting I, ha, I do have a course that we give to all of our clients. Right. So when they come in, you know, we offer them this this free course that will get them up and running, creating videos and all that kind of stuff, try to kind of streamline the process for them. Um, but I think eventually down the road, I mean, I would love to be able to speak at, at YouTuber events and all that kind of stuff, because although I don't create a ton of videos anymore, uh, although I want to, I want to get back into it. I do follow the space, you know, I'm, I'm on YouTube every day. I'm still learning the algorithm every day. I'm reading books and studying it. So, um, I'm just pretty passionate about it. I, it's, it's kind of my thing that that I really enjoy whenever I see a video popping off with, you know, a million views, I'm always doing my research and trying to figure out what it did special. So it's just an interesting space to me. And I, I think YouTube has done a great job of building what I think is the best social media platform. It is a social media platform and you create a social media profile on there and everything. Um, and so I'm, I'm just, I just love YouTube. No, I, I, uh, I love YouTube too, because of like, like you said, it's, 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 I never thought of it as a social media platform, but now that, like you said it, it's like looking through everything. Yeah. There's that sense of community building. You can, you have those images that you can put up in the community tabs and all that. And you have the shorts for the show. So yeah, it is, uh, it's insanely, uh, very social media based. Um, who are some of the, uh, YouTubers that you're following right now that are moving the space forward? Yeah, probably my favorite YouTube channel is Think Media. It's uh, it's all about the tools, tips, and tricks to make it as a content creator on YouTube. Uh, Sean Cannell is the guy that started and runs that, although they have a, a great team of people that create videos. So if you are looking to kind of create better videos, I would definitely recommend them. Um, and then other channels that I watch, oh man, it, it, like I watch, I watch a lot of podcasts actually on youtube which is kind of a new thing um my first million have you ever heard of that podcast i have i have a lot of people uh, are into that podcast it's really growing I, I watch a lot of those episodes on there um man it's hard off the top of my head right now to think of actual names but uh you know oh. I, I i definitely use the uh what's it called the home page right i'm always refreshing my home page hoping that i can get a recommended a new video and click on it and, and find a new creator that i like um, but yeah, I also follow all the big dogs like, you know, Mr. Beast and all those people too. 
Yeah, I, I love following Mr. Beast, just seeing what he's doing. And then you, whenever he releases a video, you get that thousands of others copying him. Yep. And, but also what he's doing to reinvent it, like creating the uh, additional channels in different languages. Yeah. That is just, that is efficiency beyond belief, I think. Uh, that's something I, I strive for, that that efficiency. Um, and obviously VidShop provides that for YouTubers. It creates a more efficient streamlined system for them. Um, I w What's one thing you want my audience to take away from me, the, the audience to take away from this episode? Yeah. So if, if you're, if you're looking to start a business or maybe you have a business, uh, I would recommend that the first thing is to start creating content. If you can actually build an audience, owning an audience is so valuable. Like it's, it's the most valuable thing. Like, for example, if I had let's just say a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube and, and I had an email list because of that, that was, let's just say 30,000 people. I could really get any business off the ground, right? So I could say, Hey, I, you know, my audience is into YouTube. All right. Well, I could go and launch a, I don't know, a custom thumbnail, uh, something, a graphic design company, I could launch anything, a SaaS product to help people create videos. There's so many things I could launch and instantly get traction, instantly get sales, uh, and instantly grow it. And I've, I've seen people do this. Like I've seen people grow an audience, come out with a SaaS product and all of a sudden have 3000 paying members, like within the first, you know, couple months. So for your audience, I would say, if you're not starting to create an audience right now, and you're not creating content or a newsletter, it doesn't have to be YouTube. It can be on TikTok. It can be a blog. It can be a podcast, You, but you need to start growing an audience. Otherwise you're gonna have to, everything you do is just gonna have to be paid ads and that's okay. But it's, it's scary when you're starting a business to invest, you know, you know, we spend sometimes up to 20,000, $30,000 a month on ads. And that's scary. Uh, we're at the point now we can do it, but at the beginning, there's no way that we would do that. So that'd be my piece of advice. Start creating content to build an audience. I love that. Uh, we're going to jump to the spark question of the show with Augie. I'm having a great time chatting with you. I'm going to can't wait to go more deep into vid jobs and see what you guys can do, how you can help us here. But what is an unexplored interest that you have? Ooh, unexplored. So something that I haven't completely explored. I'm, I'm going to go back to the SaaS company. We were talking a little before the show. You're into this stuff. I'm, I someday would love to, to launch a SaaS company. I think, um, you know, starting a SaaS company, going hard on it for five years, maybe 10 years, and then selling it for an exit is just like a, a dream life for me, right? Because when it comes to SaaS, the multiple that you can sell it for is sometimes just insane. Like I'm talking about 20 X of, of your yearly in, uh, profit. We'll just say it's called the EBITDA, but your yearly profit, you could times 20. That's crazy. The company I'm running right now, if I was to sell it, it would be something like four to maybe six times the profit per year, you know? So that, that gives you an idea of just how valuable SaaS is. Um, and also too, you know, with SaaS, you have your development team, you have some marketing, you have a little bit of that, but, uh, you don't need to really build a team of a hundred people, um, and that kind of stuff, which in most agencies and stuff, um, that is definitely a challenge. So that's number one. I'll, I'll do, do a quick number two is a marketing agency. I, I really 
uh, like marketing. I, I find it interesting to me. I've, I've never said, Hey, I'm going to start a, a marketing agency and help other people and market their businesses. I've always kind of done it for myself, but that's another thing that I think is, is pretty cool. I know I, I, I'm, I, I fully, I want to have my own SaaS cause it's, it's not the simplest, but it's like the most efficient business to run because you can do yeah. it as, as so uh, such a small team and hire the, uh, the, uh, contractors or, you know, um, gig workers, if you will, cause we're more into like this gig economy that can help, uh, do most of the hard work for you at a lower cost, but then you get that business that, like you said, 20 X some SaaS businesses. So yeah, that is insane. I'm definitely going to keep an eye on watching you because I'm pretty sure you're going to probably come up with one in the next few years and uh, yeah, we'll see in the YouTube space. But speaking of that, I'm going to jump off stage. I want you to let my audience know where they can contact you, how they can connect with you and VidShop, uh, VidShop so that they can uh, take their YouTube to the next level. The floor, sir, is yours. Sure. Well, thanks for having me on, man. It was a good opportunity for me to come on here and really a great opportunity to connect with another person who's interested in the same stuff as me because not a lot of people are uh if you want to connect with me uh instagram is kind of where i uh invest at replying to dms and stuff and it's at augie johnston or at vidchops uh and you can also check out the video editing service it's vidchops.com just how you think it would be spelled is, is how it's spelled so thanks for having me on uh, Avi, I want to thank you so much for coming on, sharing your story, talking about VidShop and some of the future plans you have, because I know you're going to inspire a couple of my listeners to, to take their plunge into the world of entrepreneurialism. So to my audience, make sure you check out the show notes down below. There'll be links to uh, all of Avi's stuff and you can start uh, using their services today. So I thank you so much and remember to invest in yourself. Hey. Hey, digital entrepreneurs, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Now, if you're looking to take your podcast to the next level, like most of these entrepreneurs have taken their business to the next level to scale it, if you will, make sure you check out my brand new newsletter. Links are down below. It is called the Monetization Mogul Syndicate Newsletter, or it could be Feel Better stories of monetization moguls or making moguls is what i do so make sure you go ahead and check that out but i want to thank you very much for listening and as always remember to invest